and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I am your host. Hey, this one's a little longer today, but it is so important. This is probably going to be one of those flagship episodes that people listen to over and over and over again. So I'm going to share with you the six steps to getting anything you want in life. And I do mean anything. So at first, we're going to talk about the power of an I am statement. We've talked about this before. So I'm not going to go into the detail that I have in the past. I'm going to share with you a few new thoughts. If you have not heard me speak on I am statements ever before, go to the search engine link and type in I am statements. Listen to that one first, then come back. Okay. I'm going to develop that, flesh it out a little bit more. I'm going to share with you where, there's three sources of where you can get your I am statements. I've never done this teaching before, so you're going to want to take notes on that. And then I'm going to share with you how do those I am statements fit into the six step process of getting what you want. Okay. And I'll share with you one really big warning that most people get tripped up on because if you're going to use this system and you don't know the warning, it doesn't matter what you do. It's not going to work. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. Let's talk about the six steps to getting anything that you might want in life. All right. So first of all, let me just ask this. What do you want? Might be something related to health wealth, relationships. So what do you want? Now, recently I have had several questions from people, um, especially clients. I've been working with a new mentor and then I had a really great discussion in a mastermind group recently about the power of I am statements. So it it was kind of, you know, this compilation of three different sources. And then I'm a believer in threes. When things come to three in threes to me, I know that I need to do something with that. So I immediately was like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast on this one. Uh, I know we've talked about I am statements before. So look in the description. You'll have uh, a link for our search engine. Go in and put I am and you'll get all kinds of access to different things. Okay. I will explain in brief what this means. So I am basically anything you put after the I am statement uh, becomes your reality. Okay. Um, It's you're agreeing with, it's like your, your conscious brain is agreeing with your subconscious brain. This is who I am going to be. Okay. For example, Um, if you say that, you know, constantly I am tired, I am tired, I am tired. And you say that day in and day out, guess what? You're going to be a tired person. If you say something like I am feeling tired, well, the feeling is just something that's passing, right? And so you don't become a tired person. You just in that moment are feeling tired. There's power in this I am statement, okay? So what you say, so the I am blank, what you say in the blank is 
Um, basically, you know, if you do a word study on I am statements, you'll come up with all kinds of stuff. And yes, it is related to uh, some biblical principles, but it goes even further than that because every major religion or spiritual or faith practice has some sort of I am statement related to it. So the I am statement really means that what I'm saying is manifest now and sustained. I want you to write that down. What I say is manifest now and sustained. All right, so let's talk about that word manifest because it can be a, a, a tricky word for some people. So manifest just means it exists. It's being expressed in some way, okay? So what I say it exists now and is sustained, meaning it's here now and it will stay here unless I choose to change it. Okay. So an I am statement is kind of like a, a doorway to the change and transformation that you're, you're wanting. So if you want something different than what you have right now, you need to use some I am statements. It's kind of like a, a key that unlocks the door to the thing that you want. So it helps you know who you are, right? I am this. And it allows you, because out of that, that identity, it allows you to connect with other people in a different way. Once you begin to say these I am statements, things begin to change in your life. And the people that you need in order to get whatever that next thing is come into your life, okay? And because you, you know who you are, uh, you can be a really good servant leader. Okay. All right. So I want to talk about this. I've never talked about this before, but there's three sources where you can get your I am statements from. Okay. There's three places, the, the past, the present and the future. So when you're looking at your past, and this is typically people say, I am this, um, and it's usually from their past. It's something that they've collected from their past. So, you know, you can, you know, I am good at math. All right. My 11 year old, she says, I am good at math. So she has all kinds of facts and data that shows her that she's good at math. First of all, she loves it. It comes naturally to her. She, you know, I, I think math is math and, uh, probably music are the two places where you either kind of have it or you don't. Um, there's a genius kind of level in there that, that some people have and some people don't like I'm okay at math. I can do math. I don't love it. It's not my passion. If I had to do it, I could, you know, enter into that world and I could be successful. Um, but she ha has it. You know, I remember when she was eight or nine and we were driving in the car and she was um, doing something. And I was like, what, what are you doing? Because she was kind of talking and she says, oh, I'm finding the square root of things. And I was like, how do you know about square roots? And she said, oh, I was looking at Josiah's uh, math book and he's five years older. Oh, okay. And and she was finding the square roots of things that were of numbers that were six digits or higher. I can't do that. She was eight, right? So for her, she has an I am good at math. That's pretty solid for her, right? However, she also has I am not good at writing. <laughs> now, this was not something that was implanted in her by me. I can tell you that. Um, but she has her own facts or data that shows her that she's not good at writing. So we've been working on revising that with her and helping her understand that that's not necessarily true, right? So we all are run by our I am statements and many of us don't realize 
that the I am statement is in there. You got it as a kid. You know, you fell off your bike and, and you decided you just weren't good at, at bike riding. And then all of a sudden from that, I am not good at bike riding came the, I don't want to ride a bike. Bike riding is dumb. And so you just don't ride a bike. Right. And that's not that big of a deal because you can be successful without riding a bike. Right. However, there are other things in there that do keep us from succeeding. Like, um, I fail every time I try something new. I am a failure at new things. Do you see how that might cause you some issues in the future? Yeah. So when we, you know, sit down and we write out, I am this, you know, and I, I encourage all of my clients actually, especially one-to-one -one clients to do this, sit down and write out, I am, and then see how many you can get. And then look at that and say, is there anything on that list that needs to be changed or revised or deleted? Okay. Things that are not serving you well anymore. Okay. So the past is a really good one for I am statements. The present, of course, is a, is a really good place too. Um, this comes from a, a place of knowing, like, I know I'm good at this. Like I am a speaker. I am a trainer. I am a coach. I am all three of those things in this field that I work in. Most people tend to be heavier on one of those things. So I am a speaker who I might do a coaching program, right? I am a trainer. I love to do full day trainings, um, but maybe not, not coaching or I am a coach, but I'm definitely not a speaker, right? I am me, Michelle. I am a speaker. I am a trainer and I am a coach. I have a very large toolbox, a lot of experience in all three of those. And I am absolutely passionate about them all. Okay. That is my present state. Okay. The third place you can get your I am statements from is the future. So this is a place of the desire, right? So what do you want? What do you want in life? So when I asked you that question at the beginning, I really want you to think about that. What do you want? Some biggies that I hear from people all the time. Health is usually a big one. I want to be healthy. Okay. What does that mean to you? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to have a better blood pressure? Do you want to get off medication? Right? So I was working with a client not too long ago. Um, he's the CEO of a very large company and he's having some heart issues. And so one of his I am statements is I am comfortable in my body. I am able to process stress quickly. And so he, he, out of what he wanted, um, and you know, it was a little struggle. And typically when I talk to people about, I am statements that are about the future, uh, the question always remains, well, but I'm not that. Okay. Yes, but you are, you're just in a different expression. Okay. So maybe the current fact says that you're not, however, you're speaking this into existence because remember what the I am is. It says, uh, what I say is manifest now and sustained. That's what your I am statement is saying. So in essence, you are grabbing it from the future, pulling it into the present, and it's becoming your, your new self. So when he says, I am processing, I process stress quickly. I am comfortable in my body. So he knows when there are stressors, which, you know, when you're having heart issues, you know, you're supposed to limit the stress. So he knows he has the life that's going to cause him to be around stress, but now he's setting up his existence to be okay in that, 
It's like he knows he's going to go into this pool that's full of stress, but he puts on his wetsuit. Does that make sense? Okay. So those are the three sources of your I am statements. Now, how do you use them? Because that's something entirely different. Um, you know, and I've talked about that in previous podcasts. That's why I say go use a searchy. Um, there are different, different ways that you can use them, but I want to talk specifically how you can use it in a six step system here. Okay. So this is what I really want you to take notes on. So these are the six steps to getting anything that you want. And let me just preface this with, I know, I know, I know this is true. This is true in my life. Uh, when I started using these six steps, probably five years ago, everything in my life started to change. All of the things that I have been wanting for years are coming to fruition right now. And as I started to do this for myself, I started to do it with my coaching clients. And I'm telling you this, the clients who take these six steps and use them and, and enter into this, um, and especially using the I am statements, they are also seeing all of the things that they want in their life. So I'm not talking just, you know, theoretical here. All right. So if you've never done these steps, uh, write them down, do them, reach out to me. I promise you anything you want, you can have as long as you follow the system. Okay. All right. So the first thing, uh, in, in this whole step is to get yourself to what I call a heart brain connection. So our heart, which is, you know, symbolizes more of our, our feelings, um, and our brain, which is our thinking. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but science has proved proven to us that we actually have two, mm, I guess, energy frequencies. So for example, if you, uh, track the, you can do an, uh, an EEG. So it tracks the brain waves in your, your brain. Uh, you can also do, um, an echocardiogram. I think that's what it's called on your heart. And that tracks the, basically the, the waves of electricity in your heart. But did you know that most of the time those two, uh, brain, brain wave and heart waves are not synchronized. They're not connected. They're, they're kind of separate. So we want to bring ourselves to the place where our heart and our brain are connecting together. Okay. Now there's several different ways for that. Um, you can look up heart brain congruence or something like that. You'll find all kinds of really cool science stuff if that's what you're into. Um, breathing, right. Getting yourself to a, a place of peace. Um, humming of course is a good one. Uh, something I've, I've been jumping into a little bit for the last year or so is, uh, high frequency music tones. Um, so if you're interested in that, just Google high frequency music, you'll be exposed to all kinds of things. Uh, one thing I know is that, um, at different frequencies, so different levels of Hertz, uh, there are different results in your mind, your spirit, your body. So if you're looking for something like, uh, right now I've been focusing on 741 Hertz that it helps you to kind of clear toxins from your body. Okay. Um, 852 is a good one too. It awakens your intuition and helps you return to the state of peace. And 963 Hertz is really good. At, it opens up your pineal gland, which is helpful in, you know, having spiritual 
I guess, experiences. Um, it also gives you what's called cellular enlightenment. Um, but really it creates within you this idea of oneness with yourself, uh, with other people, with the world, with the universe. Um, it's a very, uh, peaceful place. So you can look that up as well. That's a new one. Um, but anything that you can do to bring your heart and your brain together and you put, put yourself in a place of peace, that's the first step. Okay. The second step is to choose what you want. Okay. Now for this one, some people get tripped up because they don't know what they want. Uh, in those instances, I, I usually say, don't try to look a year, five years, 10 years down the road. Why don't you look at what do you want for today? You know, cause until you start this dreaming process, that's what these six steps are and, and have a little bit of muscle memory in your brain for it. It becomes hard to think about that. I remember a time in my life when I had no dreams whatsoever. I literally was just like, okay, whatever's happening today, this is what we're doing. Uh, and so I've had to, you know, kind of work on this one for myself and I got to tell you now, I mean, I've got visions for where we're going in one, three, five, ten years. Uh, now, none of those are set in stone because as many of you probably know, I could change my mind at any moment, right? But you got to think about what you want and be specific. So this is where I tell people, you know, don't say I want more money. Well, what does more mean? You know, I want a better relationship. Well, what does better mean? You know, I want to lose weight. Well, how much weight? you know, be specific. The third step is to use all of your five senses in creating through your imagination, a vision of what you want. I am looking right now here. I'm in my, in my thinking chair and over here on the wall, I have a picture of me in college when I was pretty skinny, honestly, probably the smallest I've ever been. But next to it, I have a piece of paper and it's labeled the real me. And there's maybe, maybe 15 items on there. And they range from anything having to do with my health, my wealth, the, how I want to be. Like one of them is, you know, I'm a money attractor, but I also attract people with high levels of awareness. Uh, I'm a lover of food and nutrition and great conversation. Um, I'm a, a lover that loves and, and teaches love. Um, also I, I always choose love for myself and others. So those are just a few things that are on that list. So when I was going through my latest version of the, who do I want to be? I was including physical, emotional, spiritual, you know, everything all in that picture. And I use my five senses. So what does it, what does it, it feel like to be the real me? What does it feel like to go to, you know, um, let's say Target, that's one of my favorite stores here in the U.S., uh, and really have fun looking for new clothes, not worrying about what size I am. What does that feel like? Um, what does it sound like? Like what, what will people be saying about me when I'm living this life? And what will I say to myself as I'm living this life? Um, you know, uh, what does it, it smell like when... I really focus on making a meal for myself and for, for, you know, my family and doing it in a place of gratitude, which quite frankly has not been my experience up until this point. Okay. So I, I use all of my five senses. I create this image of like, this is what life would be like. Okay. 
Um, I've also used in the past definitions. So for example, you know, if you say you want, you know, a, um, a healthier life, well, well, what does healthy mean to you? Right. So really writing out, this is what I, I mean, you know, I'm defining healthy. Um, another thing, just obviously images, right. But feelings are really, really important. How will it feel to you to do all of these things? Um, and really what you're doing, you are uh, kind of downloading a new program for your life into your subconscious. Now, the fourth step comes right on the heels of this. So once you've figured out what you want and you've written down, you know, this is this is what I want, you read it out loud. Now, the one step before that is you go to a place of gratitude. So one thing I like to do every time I, I have a, I call them upgrades, and quite frankly, this happens I don't know, once, maybe twice a year that I'll do this um, because I'll realize I'm there like, oh yes, I'm, I am this person now. And then I want to go to the next version of myself. Okay. So when I created this real me uh, and I had the picture in the list, what I did was I set it on my desk. I put my hands on it and I, I went to this place of gratitude, like, oh, I am so grateful for, for the real me. I'm so grateful for, for this new version of me. Okay. So go to a place of gratitude and then I read it out loud. There is power when you read something out loud in your own voice. It's like you're, you're telling your conscious brain, conscious brain, this is our new plan. You're telling the subconscious brain, which the subconscious brain takes it all as a command and says, yep, we're doing that. Um, but you're also kind of speaking it out into the world. We have vibrations, you know, as you're speaking, you have vibrations and energy that go out. Um, it's just, you know, a, a thing that happens, uh, and you're really going to attract to you the people, the energy, the resources, everything that you need in order for this to happen. Okay. So speaking it out is really important. Now, number five, this, this is where, so, so you can do this one activity in, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. Number five is something that you want to do so that you can do it over and over. So number five is where you comes in the I am statements. So, you know, you can say, all right, here, here's this version of me and maybe something from your past doesn't, doesn't fit. So maybe in your original I am statement, you're like, oh, huh. Yeah, this, this doesn't fit. So you need, you can revise that one from the past. Maybe your new version of you isn't in the present and you can say, well, that's okay. It's coming. So maybe your I am statements are going to be much more about the future, your desire, right? What you want, but that's okay. Cause you grab that and you bring it into the present. So you look at everything that you want and you say, what is an I am statement that's positive, that's present tense. That's really important. So not the future, but present tense. So nothing about like, I will, right? Just say I am blank. So for example, for me, uh, one of the things I put on there was, um, I am comfortable in my body. That's a great. I am statement. I am comfortable in my body. Uh, I think that's actually one of the ones that I've been using. And so, uh, it doesn't matter what size I am or what level of health or, or how much weight I am. Uh, I am comfortable in my body. I feel comfortable in my body right now. I'm still not to my ideal weight, but I feel comfortable in my body. Okay. So you create those I am statements and I don't know, you know, I, I think for me, I feel like 10 is a magic number. Um, create at least 10. If you can more, that's great. And you can always come back to this list and add more in. 
So what you're going to do, the final step is you're going to have this I am list and every morning, preferably as soon as you wake up, before you get out of bed, you say those I am statements. Okay. You try to visualize that image that you created with all your five senses and you say the I am statements. Ideally, right before bed, you would do the same thing. So get into that image and then do your 10 I am statements. The reason why we're doing that is when you first wake up in the morning, you're in theta brainwave, which is this hypnotic um, state. It, it's like young children who, who, you know, they're out there, they're, they're playing, um, you know, horsey with the broomstick It is their horse. Like they, they don't, they don't think that, you know, I'm imagining, no, no, this is my horse. Like, because they're always in theta brainwave. So that's what we're doing. We're using kind of hypnosis when you first wake up and you're downloading that into your subconscious. Same happens right before bed. You, you're basically giving your subconscious an order while I'm sleeping, we're creating this new life. Okay. And then, you know, I, I do find it helpful for myself. And I know other clients have said this, that, you know, creating those I am statements and having them in a place where you can access them throughout the day is helpful. I used to put them on a sticky note in my car. I did a lot of driving before COVID. So I was doing that. Um, I had them on my phone. Um, I, you know, had them stuck to my, my computer for a long time. Uh, and I would just say them over and over. Like if I had a few minutes, I would say them. I, I do, I have still post-it notes in my bathroom. So, you know, any, anytime I use my restroom, I, it reminds me to do those I am statements. Um, so anything that's going to do, have the repetition with feeling, that's really important, not just repetition, but with feeling, that's why you want that image. Cause you'll have the feelings attached is going to download it and it becomes your new autopilot program. Okay. Now I do have a warning for you on this. Here is where most people get stuck. You need to release the attachment or judgment you have about how this is all going to happen. Okay. You cannot start worrying about the how. Your subconscious is going to operate under autopilot for you and it will find the best route. You cannot think about how because that's a conscious brain thing. Okay. And it's a lower level of energy. And so it's kind of like you're, you're stealing the cockpit away from the autopilot and you're like, I know a better way when you haven't even been to flight school. Okay. So, you know, when you are attached to the outcome typically what's happening is you're comparing. Okay. So you compare in two ways. You, you're going to compare, you know, based on what you've done before. So great example, if you have only made $50,000 a year for 10 years straight, and your new goal is to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, um, you're going to compare what you're doing now with what you did before. That's not necessarily helpful. Or the second place you're going to compare is to other people. So I see this person over here is doing a hundred thousand and I see what they're doing. So I must, should be doing what they're doing. Neither one of those is a good option because it doesn't get you to new ideas that might get you to your goal. Okay. Einstein said, you cannot solve the problem with the same thinking that led you there in the first place. The same thinking is taking thinking from your past or taking thinking from how other people are doing it and applying it to this situation. Okay. 
I'll give you a couple examples. Um, health journey. I hear from people all the time, you know, um, well, what diet and exercise plan are you on? Oh, I'm going to go do that one. Right. So you've got people who are hopping from, from diet plan to diet plan, you know, this week it's keto and next week it'll be paleo. And the next week it's going to be eat only potatoes. Like I, you know, they're, they're hopping because they're seeing the results that other people are getting and they're like, oh, I must do that. Right. So let me tell you from my perspective, and I know we're going a little long today, but this one's really, really important. Okay. So from my perspective, uh, so it is December 8th as as this is coming out, uh, for the last three or four months, I have been on this spiritual, mental, and emotional journey where I have been processing all kinds of traumas, all kinds of dramas in my life, uh, all kinds of stressors from my whole life. Okay. I've been going through this process and wouldn't you know, I've been losing weight. I've actually lost almost 50 pounds since September. I've not changed one thing having to do with my diet or exercise. Not one. And I, that's deliberate because, well, number one, I wasn't even coming from a place of like, I want to lose weight. It was, I want to be more healthy in my spiritual, mental, and emotional body. And out of the natural flow of that, because when you process trauma that that's usually stored as weight, um, your, your body just says, well, we don't need this weight anymore. And boom, there you go. Okay. So the, the losing weight thing has really just been a result of actually attending to the cause of why the weight was there in the first place. Okay. Another example, you want to build a business, but you've never built a business before. Okay. When you reach out to other mentors who have built their business, you say, oh, I've got to do it this way. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Can you look at their system or their process and learn the principles behind them and apply those principles in your situation. I was talking to somebody the other day in a mastermind. He is in Mumbai and we were talking about this, you know, philosophy. We, we, we called it the, uh, crack dealers business model. So basically you, you give something, somebody something for free, you help them see the value of what you're going to bring. And then from there they get kind of, you know, quote unquote hooked on you and they want to stay with you. And, you know, he said, I I love that model. I think that works really well. It doesn't work here. And I said, well, tell me more about that. And basically he said, if people are, you know, they don't, they don't take anything for free because they think that you're trying to manipulate them. Okay. They're, they're aware to this kind of business model. And so you have to somehow get them to pay for something first, then see your value then, you know, so he says it's a little harder to do the sales approach. Um, and so for that, I said that I'm so glad that you're keyed into that thing in your culture, because you could do your business serious harm if you try to do it in a way that other people have been successful. So again, you know, realizing that you can't do something the way that it's always been done and expect that you're going to get that result. You know, uh, another example, you want a healthy marriage. What in the world does that mean? What does that mean to you? Until you sit down, you know, with step number three and really think about 
what does a healthy marriage mean to me? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? Until you know that, you know, you'll always be looking at other people and you never see somebody else's marriage. You know, this came to me the other night. We were actually with some friends. We have, haven't been out with friends in a long time. Just went to their house, had a lovely meal. Uh, and I realized, you know, the dynamics that change. And I remember this, but you know, when you don't go out, you don't, uh, for years, you don't think about it. But the dynamics between my husband and I were very different when we were with another couple than when we we're at home when we go out to public versus when we're at home, like it's different, right? So you only see somebody else's marriage from Facebook or in public. You don't know what their healthy marriage or unhealthy marriage looks like in their home. So stop comparing, start saying, what does that mean to me? Okay. And until you think of that vision, you're always going to be stuck in how do I do this land? You do not want to be there. It's a bad place. Okay. You want to create this vision. So you're going to get yourself to a peaceful moment. You're going to choose what you really want. You're going to use your imagination and your five senses. You're going to say it out loud with gratitude. You're going to choose your I am statements and repeat those often in the morning, you know, and at night with your imagination and release your need to know how. Okay. All of those things, that's mind work. I have a, a sticker on my computer. It says mind work is the only work. That's so true. Uh, because when you do this, literally everything in your life begins to show up. And how do I know that? Listen, I, right now I am in the, in the middle. Actually, I'm, I'm finishing up my PhD dissertation. I have about a hundred, actually I've got about a million data points and that's not over exaggerating. That's actually the truth to, uh, organize and analyze, right? I have, um, you know, health goals that I'm working on. I have, um, you know, relationships with my husband, my kids, and, and also with not just business relationships, but I'm trying to really cultivate friend relationships because I realize I've been on such a kick of like, build my business, build my business, pay the bills, uh, that that part of my life has, has been on hold. So I'm developing that, uh, also building the business. Uh, I've had more speaking engagements this year than any other year. It's been wild. Um, and so there's a lot that's happening. And somebody asked me recently, how do you get all of that done? Well, <laughs> I do these six steps. Okay. I do these six steps. I practice my I am statements and my magic wand, if you will. Um, uh, my, my superhero power is psych K psych K really helps me to process out that stress. So when I'm sitting looking at my computer and I'm seeing these million data points going, Oh my gosh, what the heck do I do with this? And I realize I have all of those feelings. I go, stop, let's do a stress balance in psych K. And now the, the feelings and the emotions are gone, but now I can attend to what's in front of me. Okay. When I'm going about and, and some wonky interaction happens with somebody and I'm like, Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Stop. Do a stress balance. Okay. Now I can think about that. All right. So the, the combination of doing these six steps and adding site K onto that has completely changed my life. I'm seeing things happening now in my life that I've been dreaming about for years. And it feels like I'm not doing any work at all because I'm really just doing mind work and allowing those other things to come towards me. Okay. 
And you can too. There's nothing special about me in that realm. You can do this too. That's why I said, write these down, practice these. Please let me know if you need anything as you're going through and practicing and, you know, maybe something feels uncomfortable or just clunky. Reach out to me. I want to make sure that you know how to do this. Okay. This is your own, you know, put on your own superhero cape because you got this. Okay. And if you need anything, I'm actually going to put the link again for our 15 minute um, stress relief session for, for Psyche. So if you want to experience that, or as you're going through and doing this and you're like, oh man, I need some help, go jump on my schedule. Let's make that happen. Okay. Awesome. Hey, would you consider, is there somebody in your life who's just struggling? They may, maybe don't know what to do in their life. They're, they're struggling with their purpose or, you know, right now it's December. So maybe, maybe as you're listening to this, you, you've had a conversation with a friend of, you know, what's my focus going to be for 2021, right? Um, if, if they're struggling with that, would you consider sending them this episode? I think it might be helpful for them. Okay. All right. So thank you so much for joining us. I know we went long on this one today, but I really hope it added a tremendous amount of value to you. Uh, and definitely if you did not take notes the first time, go back and take some notes. Okay. Awesome. With that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.